Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. What is up? Field Street Forum Radio is on the air. August the 5th, 8 o'clock. You know what time it is. Time for Field Street Forum Radio. I'm your host, The Real Dre, and we will soon be joined by Jason and Harry Dog. Uh, speak of the devil. Jason. What's up? What's going on? Not much, not much. Good timing, my friend. Just started it up. Uh, Wait, we're on now, or? Yeah, yeah. What's already, already started, man. Let's roll. I'm out here watching replays from last year. Kind of sucks. Man, I swear to God, I just about to say that I'm so tired of watching freaking replays. Give me football. <laughs> there, no, God. there was a, one Georgia game from last year on the top 20 for on the SEC network. I mean, and I didn't even want to watch it. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> didn't really. The only one I saw in there was the Georgia-South Carolina game. All the, games, all the games we won were, were pretty much blowouts, it seemed like. Um, so, but it'll be here within, what, 29 days, 30 days now? 29, I think, yeah. 29 from the day. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can you believe we're under a month, dude? Um, oh, that's the crazy thing. It, it drags so much getting here, and then it just zips by so fast once it does. But you know what? We wouldn't we wouldn't trade it, man, for anything. As fast as it goes, it, it's it's the best time of the year. That's for sure. I'm dying. I'm I'm going crazy over practice reports. I mean, come on. I know, right? We got practice reports. We got. Are they doing the uh, the video set up each day, or was that just for yesterday's? First oh, no, day? no, that was just for the first day. Right. Well, I knew they wouldn't do anything detailed for sure, but thought they might give them a few minutes. But that's all right. Make oh, everybody. You get into the time now. Well, we're build that meeting in for about ten minutes. Yeah. And then kick them out. Oh, yeah. How about the news that uh, was Pruitt at the press conference yesterday, Pruitt talking about moving Leonard Floyd inside, outside, letting him play the star, everything. I mean, it's kind of expected, I guess, but it was nice to hear that he was going to be moving moving that kid around all over the field. Well, I have a, I have a secret, too. Uh-oh. I have somebody that was there the first day of practice, and Leonard Floyd wasn't the only outside linebacker playing star. Oh, yeah? You might see number seven doing that, too. Yeah, buddy. That kid, man. I've not a secret. Uh Uh-oh. Secret radio. Somebody there that was 
have somebody there that was there today that said uh-huh. if he keeps going the way he's going, Trent Thompson will start day one. Oh, wow, really? He's nasty. Oh, yeah. He's even nasty. That is not my words. Yeah. So it's it's already transferred so far to the next level, huh? Yep. I mean, that is my words. That's an exact quote from someone that was there. Right, right, right. Nice, nice little insight. Who needs who needs periscope at practice? We got we got actual eyes on the scene, huh? Well, I mean, not every day, but you know, <laughs> got to talk to. Talk to. Uh, yeah, I'm getting I'm getting pumped, man. It's uh, hearing hearing about the kids, seeing the pictures of the kids, like Sony. I mean, Keith Marshall looks great. Oh my God, Sony, man, he's got some cannons. Sony look like he's freaking almost a bodybuilder, dude. Yeah, he's got cannons on him, man. Come on. My goodness. That's uh and, and from the way uh from the way Jake Rill's talking, the uh the wide receivers are looking good. Yeah, yep. I'm like, oh God, wait a minute. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, let's see. Now we are gonna have a couple of guests tonight. Uh Hopefully, first up will be Brunswick High School head football coach Larry Harold, who most Georgia fans are familiar with. With Coach Harold uh, having come from Montezuma last year, having coached Roquan Smith the last couple of couple of seasons, um, making County Bulldogs. Oh yeah, and then uh, the next hour, hopefully, we'll have uh, Mr. Davion Curtis most recent Georgia commit committed this past Monday, I believe, right? Uh, Was it Monday? I think so. I think so, yeah. He, man, he's, I think he's going to have his his name and, and we're going to see his rating by the services and everything probably go up quite a bit after it, once his season starts. Man, this kid can fly and he can yeah. get up and get the ball. Oh my yeah. god! I don't care if he's rated a one star. Yeah, I, I promise you. Here's here's the thing. I've been meaning to either put up an article on this or talk about it or something. Here's the thing. Okay, ratings you can kind of go by them, and there's nothing wrong with this at all because it's a good idea and it works. Because obviously everybody always talking about them. Ratings is nothing more than a marketing tool. Right. For the websites that pull in paid visitors, paid members. That's all it is. The ratings are a marketing tool for them. Like right. I said, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's perfectly fine. And and Julian Rochester even hit on this. If I know everybody saw that, where he was <laughs> like, I don't care what some five-foot-two person that never played football cares says about me. And that's, I mean, that's partly true. Right. And so, I mean, and there's nothing wrong, there's nothing wrong with it either way. I mean, you know, ratings, they're a marketing tool for these people, the can, you know, the ratings, the camps and all that, they're marketing tools. Right. And, I mean, nothing wrong with it. 247 Sports, they do a great job. Rivals, they do a great job, most of them. And I mean, that's all it, it is. is. And, and so and they're fun to go by and they're fun to look at and fun to talk about. But I promise you this right now, 
Do you how many Division One teams are there now? If you go into all hundred and something Division One teams, Rob will guarantee you there's not one of them. When you look at their recruiting board, last year didn't say Trent Thompson five star. They didn't right. have a chart listed out that said ESPN four star, two four seven five star, Rival five star, you know Scout five star. I mm-hmm. with you, they don't have that. Right. So it's a, it's a marketing tool. And then it's fun. I love watching it. I love, you know, being where, you know, we put, you know, we link, uh, we embed 247's team rankings on our page, you know. I mean, it's fun to right. talk about and play around with and all that. But it's just a marketing tool. Right. Marketing in, in, a, in a business, you know. The more the more ways that they can get clicks on their site and, and people to sign up for the account, then the better for their business model, you know? Yeah, I mean, they do a good job of it. I mean, you right. know, yeah, there's plenty of information and, and, look at it, but and coverage. And that's, you, you that's, just, why, that's why you got people, I mean, that talk about the recruiting classes. Oh, well, our recruiting class isn't that great this year. We have seven three-stars so far. I'm like, no, I didn't give a Crap! How many stars about kids today? Right, right. They uh, and it's a way to help pass the time until we get to the real the real season. Oh yeah, and I mean, there's plenty of you know. David Pollock was what a two star, three star. Yeah. You know, JJ Watt was a two star. Um, you know, but then there's plenty of five stars that, that you know. I mean, it's just fun. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, and, and, you know, they can come close a lot of the time. I'm not saying they don't know what they're doing. They should put rankings and ratings out. But, I mean, let's treat it for what it is. Right. Let's, uh, we do have a call already from Texas. Let's see if it's our uh, our our guest here. Field Street Forum Radio, who do we have? Hey, Field Street Forum Radio, who do we have? Uh, Coach Williams here from Frisco. Hey, Coach Williams, how are you? I'm good. Are you, uh, Davion's coach? Um, I'm actually, I'm actually a coach here in the Dallas area. He's in Temple, but that's actually my cousin, so I was calling and listening in, to be honest. Okay. Okay. All right. Appreciate you listening. Can you give us a a quick scouting report on him? Um, hey, sure, I don't mind. Uh, Kind of resembling the same thing you guys were saying just a second ago. He really can run. Um, he runs track, you know, during the summer and during the school year. So he really trans- – mm-hmm. the, the track speed really translates to the football field. Um, mm-hmm. He's working hard every day. He has a, uh, a trainer that he works with, getting better on his route running, catching, and things like that, just to improve as a receiver so he'll be ready for the upcoming mm-hmm. season and, you know, his collegiate career. Okay. Okay. All right. Is there anybody that you would kind of comparing to? At the next level, who he compares his game to is Deshaun Jackson, and you know, with that kind of speed and you know, a deep threat. But also, he's working on getting more physical, so he can go, you know, the crossing routes and drag routes across the middle and break tackles, and not be afraid to go in there against linebackers and things like that. Catch the ball across the middle and still be able to take it to the t- uh, end zone. So, right, right, right. All right, man. Well, thank you so much for, for calling. And like I said, just appreciate you listening in. And uh, we'll have him on probably. I think we had him calling in around 9 o'clock Eastern time. Gotcha. But, uh, 
But uh, thank you for your input, man. And, uh, no problem at all. All right, have a good one. Have a good one. All right. Um, cool. Well, I, I'll, I'll take it to Sean Jackson, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was cool. I like that. Uh, how – it's odd how – I guess he, you know, since he was running track and stuff like that instead over the, the summer and, and things like that, instead of hitting the a lot of the camps and things, is that one probably another reason why he – a kid like this is not rated higher? Well, see, and that's that's the other thing. That's the other thing about ratings. You go and you have these specific companies that run their own camps, and so like and and have their own bowl games. Like two four sevens associated with the Army Bowl, Rivals associated with the Armor Bowl, and so just say okay, Trent Thompson last year didn't do any camps and. Like pretty much it looked like everybody was getting ready to like bring him down some in the ratings, but then he went to the Army Bowl and beat the living crap out of everybody, and then all of all, yeah, he's the best again. So you know that that and they can say it doesn't have a lot to do with it, but it does. That has a lot to do with it right there. And and then as far as those go, I mean, if you have one kid like okay Julian Rochester, pretty much everybody knows he hurt his arm or hurt his shoulder. And wasn't mm-hmm. able to work out for like months, and so yeah, he came into like the opening uh, overweight, and you know didn't look as good as he could have if he was fully healthy. But then he's in a situation where basically he's damned if he doesn't, damned if he doesn't. Right. So if he doesn't show up, then oh well, he wasn't there. So you know somebody that had a good night, somebody had a good day in shorts and a t-shirt, he's all of a sudden a better football player than Rochester because. He did great one day at the opening, and Rochester didn't show up. But then he shows up with her, you know, still getting over her shoulder, a little out of shape, and, of course, he's not going to look as good. And then he screwed that way, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a tough thing. I mean, you don't want to go out and, and not show that you're a competitor, but you also don't want to go out there and, and possibly injure, injure yourself even more. I think you just got to just kind of know who you are, you know? Yeah, so I mean, I saw, I see where Rochester's coming from, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't blame Curtis one bit if he didn't do any of the camps. I don't blame him one bit for running track. I tell you, Ronald Darby ran track, mm-hmm. and he didn't do a lot of camps because he was running track. And I mean, you see what happened with him. There's a lot of good examples like that. Speaking of track stars, Mike Brooks, what's going on, brother? <laughs> No track star. <laughs> not a track star, but what's up, guys? Uh, not much, not much. Maybe, is that the golf course here, Star? Is that, is that what it is? Yeah, I can, I can zip around a golf course in a couple <laughs> of hours. <laughs> uh, we were just talking a little bit about the recruiting rankings and how the services maybe let a kid like, like Curtis, who just committed, kind of slip down, you know, slip through the cracks a little bit. And then the Rochester comments also that came out today where he kind of, you know, blasted. Everybody know, you know, he kind of, <laughs> he's not, he's not yeah, really too concerned about the rankings and the stars. There's really only about one way to describe that, and that's uh, he put them on blast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. I thought it was hilarious, to be honest with you. 
And I have um, an idea who he was talking about, but I'm not going to name any names. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was uh, it, it it was entertaining. I mean, the kid's got. I mean, he's got every right to kind of to kind of put him on blast, if you will. But still, I mean, I don't know. I mean, most of them feel a little bit disrespected by it. But you got to think that. I mean, he kind of had to know. Um, kind of had to know it was coming in a sense. I mean. Well, Phil, just a You're a grown ass man. Give me a break. Mm-hmm. We're talking about teenagers yep. here. Shut up. Mm-hmm. Not you, Mike, with them. Man, Shut no, up. Absolutely. You're a grown ass man. Absolutely. Get over it. Absolutely. But I mean, all their. I mean, I understand they're doing their job. They had to put the ratings out. They do it the best they can. Whatever. Blah blah blah. All right, but and and this counts for me too. All right, we run a website. We we run a blog here. If I was so great at evaluating talent and all that, I wouldn't be running a blog. I wouldn't be on a podcast right now. I'd be leaving practice. Absolutely. <laughs> so Absolutely. I mean, come on. Sometimes the truth hurts. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you gotta you gotta leave what you know. Film doesn't lie. It doesn't lie at all. And when you see a kid on film and you see him in person and you see the type of kid he is, you see how physically imposing he is with a guy like Rochester. I mean, he looks like he's 30 years old when you, when you get up close to the guy. Um, I mean, right. he's just he's just on a different level than a lot of the kids that are, that are quote-unquote, ranked above him. Um, right. You know, and he, he knows that. But... Right. <laughs> What's going to make it easier for everybody is when more people just start treating it for what it is, for entertainment purposes, and right. that's it. Yeah. yeah. Well, let me uh, let Absolutely. me interrupt there. So we we got someone who who knows football talent on the air, I believe. Field Street Form Radio. Who do we have? Is uh, Coach Harold at uh, Brunswick High School. Ah, right, Coach Harold. Thank you for joining us. This is Drayton. Hey, how you doing, Drake? Good, man. Uh, got myself, uh, Jason, and Mike Brooks also joining us tonight. Uh, okay. We, we, we appreciate you appreciate you joining us tonight. How how was everything going with you? Uh, it was going, man. Um, you know, at the long, you know, off season and now it's, uh, summer uh, mm-hmm. football season is here, so uh, everybody's excited and. And ready to get started next week with our first scrimmage game against Wayne. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah, for those who don't know, Coach Harold just took over the Brunswick High job this past uh, past off season. Um, now I know we talked a little bit briefly at the uh, media day last week, and I know you said you haven't you haven't basically you haven't stopped since you took the job. Has uh, <laughs> has anything been able to slow down for you now? No, man. Um, I actually was. Uh, Doing a little exercise when I was just thinking about, you know, the crazy whirlwind kind of past couple of months. Uh, you know, we talked earlier uh, from, you know, the, the Macon County deal, the dealing with Roquan and still trying to get down to Brunswick, and uh, it, it hadn't stopped, man, since January. So, uh, you know, then we got down here. We started March 2nd, and it just been full go with, you know, uh, morning workouts and spring practice. Then summer, we just did 
completed our fourth summer camp uh, last week. So <laughs> we, we've been rolling, man. We've been rolling. But, you know, if you want to be successful, like I said, my motto is uh, everybody got to go to work. And there's nothing, you know, nothing beats uh, hard work. You know, oh, we, yeah. we, we, regardless of what kind of talent we have, we always feel like, you know, we wanted our opponents to outwork us, which we feel like can't happen. We're going to outwork anybody any day of the week and twice on Sunday. So um, right. we just going to work. That's it. That's all I know is work. Right, right. Uh, Tony, so what what are your expectations for this team? You, you kind of mentioned they're, they're a little bit younger team than maybe you're used to. What what kind of expectations do you have for your team? Um, everybody keeps asking me that. I, I really don't have any. Um, mm-hmm. I guess the reason being, like I said, with you know that first year is, is is so you know it just depends on how we come together as a team and the staff and you know just not beating ourselves. Uh, we're in a very um, strong region. You know, we play a big time five A football. We play mm-hmm. a six A powerhouse in Camden. So. Uh, the biggest thing is 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 my expectation is to build off of the year they had last year uh, with the mm-hmm. first round playoff, um, you know, loss and, and and hopefully make a deep playoff run and and just build upon that um, mm-hmm. with some early success. So, uh, but we're gonna do that with you know playing fundamentally sound football, um, not you know turning the ball over, um, creating turnover on defense, and play outstanding special teams and. That's been a form of success uh, at our three years in Maine County. We're going to break it down here to Brunswick. Right, right. Now, how do you how do you kind of instill being a new coach at a at a at a new place? How do you kind of instill your work ethic and your how do you, how do you kind of instill the leadership or draw leadership out of the, out of these younger kids? Well, since day one, uh, we sat down and we told them our expectations and. Um, you know, they you set them and you tell everybody, you know, this is what we expect, and then you you bring in coaches that have the same idea, same belief. I'll even bring five coaches with me, and um and 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 keep some hold over for the last staff, and it starts from the top and works our way down, and you know the kids see us work hard, and I, I'm a coach that I don't just believe in delegating and telling you I want to show you. So I dare, you know, my staff every day. We compete amongst each other's staff. I tell my staff all day long, I dare you to try to outwork me. So uh, <laughs> when a kid sees that competitive among us as coaches, it, 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 it breeds, you know, and passes on to them as well. We we have some highly competitive practices now. You know, we compete in the weight room. We compete in conditioning drills. We compete in everything we do. So uh, it's it just competition um, always going to make you better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt. Now you you mentioned Brunswick's, you know, making the playoffs last year. Are you able to 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 pull anything? Does it? You think it kind of opened the kids' eyes seeing even the basketball team go out and win state last year? You know, oh, kind, yeah. of, kind of a you know, hey, they can do it. We we can compete at this level too. Yeah, well, actually, um, a lot of the basketball players playing football, mm-hmm. um, especially in the secondary. We got some tall, long kids. Um, and we just, you know, we let them see their rings and stuff and just ask them every day to tell them, you know, the, the sacrifice they paid to be state champions. And they're mm-hmm. great kids and they're young, um, you know, and they're and they just so athletic. And we just tell them, you know, football takes a little bit more as far as being physically and mentally tough, uh, you know, as well as having athleticism. 
And uh, Coach Turner, you talked to him, he said, Coach, we just got hot at the right time. They work hard. They just got hot. And that's what I was saying. It just depends on how we come together as a staff and players um, and, and, and depending on, you know, the type of season that we're going to have. Um, but it's easy to buy in. Like I said, when you, you know, by the grace of God, we finish out on the bang at Megan County. When you standing up and you're on ESPN with one of the top players in the country, it's easy to sell the kids of, uh, you know, we kind of know what we're doing as a coaching staff. <laughs> if you follow this form of success, you know, we can have some more players just like that. Right, right. Yeah. So, uh, and, and I appreciate Roquan. Um, he came down for our meet and greet in um, March when I got here and spoke to – we had about 300 people showing up. He just talk, told them from a player's perspective, you know, talking to the parents and the community and the players about, you know, our – what what happened coming through the program and um, just how you grow. He grew from a sophomore to a senior. Um, and like I said, it wasn't just him. We, we signed six kids last year, which has never happened in Megan County, and 15 in total in our three years. And I just to have, you know, that many kids assigned scholarships. You know, we had a kid that would go to Air Force. You know, another kid uh, that, that that's going to a Blinn Community College. So, you know, just to get that chance to get out of that small community to make some out of yourself is, is an opportunity. That's all we can ask for. You know, I tell them all the time, I don't care where you go to school, just as long as you, you know, go and, go on and further your education. Right, exactly. Now, go, having gone through that, that Roquan recruitment and, and the whole scenario, <laughs> were you as surprised as the whole rest of the gymnasium seemed to be when he pulled out UCLA gloves? No, no, I, I knew uh, the night before because um, I told him, I said, now, look, you know, you he kept everything close to the vest. And I said, I know you. I said, uh, you know, I need to know something the night before because you uh, <laughs> can pull that crap on me. So uh, he actually, uh, you know, and I, I was surprised. He actually spent the night with me the night before signing day just so we could talk about some things. And, you know, I just told him to pray and, you know, get a good night rest and, uh, man, that was a crazy, crazy day. I have never seen him like that. You know, he was just so conflicted because there was so many Georgia fans there, and he felt like he was letting them down. But I just told him to follow his heart. And, um, you know, it just it just worked out all for the best. I feel like he's at a good university now. The way God worked it out, you know, we didn't send a letter of ten in. And uh, he was able to, you know, go to the school he had always dreamed of. You know, right. so and, and people don't know that he always wanted to be Georgia Bulldog, and I can say this now, pretty much he felt like if Georgia would have been his first offer, he would have committed to them right away. But you know, they was having a coaching change of staff at the time, and um, I don't think the last coach, the previous defense staff, was as high on him as when Coach Pruitt and them came in. So you know, yeah. it, that was the, the the big hold up was just you know they didn't offer him as soon as he thought he should have, and you know. It just it just worked out like that. But he's in a good place. I just talked to him and asked him how how practice was. He said it's hot up there and <laughs> excited, glad to be on campus. And um, you know, I just can't wait to watch him play his first college game. I really can't. And all of my all of my kids, all of my kids. Right. How how do you feel like he'll he'll transition? You think he'll be pretty much kind of all over the field kind of. Kind of player for Georgia? Oh, yeah, I'll be fine. We uh, went up to dog night, you know, because we got some players here at Brunswick. They've offered uh, Sean Smith, the wide receiver, and, um, of course, Deontay Demery, the big tackle. So, we was at dog night, and, I mean, they were just raving about how much weight he gained. And 
So it's like, yeah. what's he stiff coach? So I finally saw him, and that kid is 225 pounds, rock oh. And I was like, oh, my God, what have they done to you? And my <laughs> wife was like, oh, my God, uh, baby, I can't even put my arms around him no more. I mean, they have blown up the past two months. And, I mean, she, I mean, traps to his ears. I'm like, what in the world? So, yeah. I mean, you know, just for, I mean, he was 210 when I left. I had to put on 15 pounds. And I said, what are they doing? They coach, they feed us, you know, all day long, and we just wait. So, you know, but then they impressed with how well he can run. But, I, you know, I know he can run. That's, that's no surprise. Just being able to put on that much weight, that fast, right. maintain that speed is surprising. They are ecstatic about him. And they got a, but they got a, that whole freshman class is great. You know, Terry and Trent and you know, all of them, uh, Rashad and them. I mean, they, and then they a great bunch of group of kids. I just love hanging around. So, you know, it, it's a good 2015 class, and George doing some great things. Yeah, that's great. Uh, yeah, you actually answered a couple of questions I was going to ask you about the the previous staff and and kind of the delay in them offering, and I guess just uh, they just felt like it was maybe a system. Yeah, I, I think they, they said that they like bigger linebackers. Mm-hmm. And I think when Coach Poole come, his biggest thing is he wants guys that can run. Um, right. And that that's that, and you can tell us what he's doing. I mean, you know, he's got guys that they can flat out fly, you know. So, uh, you know, just a change in philosophies, man. I mean, Raquan's not the biggest kid. He's only about 6'2 now. Um, you know, but just the ability with all these spread offenses and stuff that you've seen, you got to have guys that can play in space. And he's one of the best uh, open space players, that, you know, that, that that I've ever seen. Right, right. Yeah. Now you mentioned Yontay and and Sean, and and you also have a couple other kids, uh, John Grant and, and Randon Jernigan, your your quarterback. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Were you uh, yeah. were you familiar with with these young men before you you took the Brunswick job? Or oh, tr- listen. Yeah, you don't leave Macon County with all the talent. We had loads of talent. And when they called me about the interview, I was like, I wasn't interested. And I started doing my research. I was like, my wife saw the school. They just built a brand-new school. She's like, uh, you need to take a look at that. So, you know, I always did my research. I knew they had a great quarterback. I knew about uh, Deontay. And uh, the thing that surprised me is they got some great young – we got great young linebackers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, 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 and that's the thing that I always look for now is, you know, being an offensive guy, yeah, you got to have, you know, offensive players, but you got to have a defensive guy. We got some, some real good young linebackers, uh, Sherrod Frazier and Cam Futch is going to be real, real good for us. They're, they're only going to be their 2018 kids, but they're going to be, they're going to be good. They're going to be real good for us. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that's what kind of turned me, you know, the fact it was a brand new building, a uh, great facility, uh, yeah. great community support, and then the athletes always has athletes. You know, that's the thing yeah. we call all, every coach about the job is coach they got athletes, coach they got athletes. So, mm-hmm. you know, it just it just you know it was an easy sell. And once I met the principal and the, com- the hiring committee, it it was a win win. It was a win. Right. Right. You know. Yeah. How do you like in the the new school and everything? It's just about a couple of years old, basically. Well, when you go from a building, I think the building in Macon County, we had 480 kids, and the building was built, I think, in 1960-something to a, a state-of-the-art <laughs> building that holds 1,700 kids. <laughs> you have to wonder, Barbara, like, God, every morning I wake up and I arrive, and I'm like, God, are you serious? So, uh, you know, it takes some guys, you know, for every career to make that big of a jump. But I'm, I'm blessed, man. I'm right, blessed. Right. And, uh, you know, just happened to be in the right situation. 
and the fact to have people that, you know, monitored your career and saw how quickly we was able to build up Macon County from a, you know, 2-8 and eight and 1-9 and program to, you know, a top five, top ten team in the state, you know, um, just really attribute to the kids and my and my coaching staff. So, uh, you know, like I said, but I'm blessed. God always put great people in my life, and, you know, I'm just a blessed and humble man. Right, right. We're certainly glad you glad you made the decision to come down here. That's for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It is much different. I don't know if anybody's been to Montezuma. It's you know a lot of a lot of country land, and I loved it and stuff. But man, down here we have some of the beautiful islands and right. uh, beautiful scenery. I mean, it, it, trust me, it's different. It's different. Oh, yeah. It's different. You know, and then when you go to a place where you know where you live five minutes from the mall, <laughs> that's what my <laughs> wife like. You know, we, we used to live about 20 minutes from the ball. So, you know, it was kind of rough for my wife. But now she is excited. She's excited to oh, place to shop. So uh, she, she's happy. And, when, you know, when they say happy wife, happy life. Absolutely. <laughs> I, today is actually my uh, my 20th anniversary. So uh, oh, I know happy about anniversary. Happy. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised you, don't, you was able to do this podcast. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, it's actually the first day of school. My wife is the media specialist over in Brantley County. That's one of the elementary schools, and uh, they oh, actually okay. started school today. So, so she is she's nice and tuckered out after having the first day of school. Day of school, okay, okay. <laughs> look, you, you got a look. You got a you got a break. A get out of jail free card. I understand. Yeah, we already had had a nice dinner out, and, and uh, we, we celebrated. But it, it's she, she's she's plenty fine with with. Laying down and, and sleeping right now. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah. But like I said, we happy and uh, you know just good that make some great people. You know, um, met you and Jason and you know a lot of great great people that's interested in the game of football, which makes mm-hmm. me even more excited for these kids. You know, um, y'all do such a great job with the media, and what it does is you know. It, it, it helps promote these kids, and you know, a lot mm-hmm. of these colleges pick up these magazines and pick up these podcasts, and they learn about these players, and it makes the recruiting much easier. So, I appreciate what y'all are doing, man. Um, you know, just highlighting high school football is, is, is great. No, no bro, we love it. We, uh, in fact, we like the brand. We've been on for a couple of years with the show, and, and we've had a lot of the top kids all around the country basically calling yeah. our little, little podcast. So, yeah, we'll, we'll be glad to bring the. Deontay and Sean on. In fact, I reached out to Sean earlier at that meeting last week and uh, okay. Okay. mentioned it to him. We've had DJ on too now a couple of times. So okay, okay, yeah, get, yeah, yeah. We, we yeah, got to get Yeah, he's a great kid. You know, yeah, I, I don't know how great he's going to be to us on the twenty eighth, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, he's a good kid. He's a good kid. He's yeah. a good kid. Yeah. Tell me this: coming from you know another part of the state, do you feel like Maybe football is kind of overlooked in the southeast part of the state. Uh, I would say yes and no, and I'm gonna say why. To, to, to the community, it means a lot. I mean, our practices are you would think we were playing a game. Uh, last week we did midnight madness, and you know I had to literally run people off the field. They were in the way. Huh. Um, I would say it's overlooked from the standpoint of I think that that that. From a recruiting standpoint, people over-recruit Atlanta. Everybody flocks to Atlanta, you grab me. But the thing that you'll realize, if you get down here to middle Georgia where I was at Main County, south Georgia, these kids don't have much. So what I try to tell them is you got great athletes. It might not be as many as in Atlanta, but once you get one of these down-south kids, 
they're going to give you everything because football is all they have. You know, it's mm-hmm. not just something to do. It's, it's, it's their life. It's a livelihood. You know, mm-hmm. so I just try to tell them, because I said, man, you get one of these kids, they're going to give you their heart and soul. So, um, you know, just for, from that standpoint, I would think it's overlooked. You know, people want to think, you know, there's more talent. And that's what me, me and uh, Roquan used to do. Uh, that's how he got so highly recruited. And we used to go to those camps in Atlanta and then just try to prove that he could play with the, with the, with the you know, higher-rated kids up there. And then people began to take notice. So, you know, we do the same thing here, just try to go back up north just to, you know, show that our kids can't compete with those mm-hmm. uh, big city kids. Right, right, no well, doubt. You can't, uh, you can't ever get enough kids on your team that are country strong anyway, so. No, no, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have them. You got to have them, boys. Yeah, you got to. You got to. Yeah, and, and they just, like I said, they just, Good, good kids. They just like they love it. I mean, you know how it is down here. It's, you know, there's no malls too much. There ain't nothing. Hey, Friday nights is football night during the fall. Shut everything down. Let's go to the game. I love it, man. I mm-hmm. love it. I love mm-hmm. it. I, you know, don't have to compete with a whole lot. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Now, tell me that you know, seeing kids like like Deontay. I mean, he's already what six. Six and three hundred pounds, and uh, kids as fast as Sean and DJ and and, and Roquan at, at two ten, and, and playing running back and linebacker. Or, I mean, has, has, have you seen a a shift in? I don't know. It, it's like it's a more mature physically and, and also socially too. Uh, because yeah. you know, having kids that we've had on, mm-hmm. it's almost like you're watching Sports Center. You know, when we talk to these kids because they give these great answers that, like, when I was 16, 17, 18 years old, I would have been like, durr, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, with social media, uh, yeah. you know, they grow up, and then they connect with each other so much. Uh, I will say that the greatest thing that I've ever seen was uh, the year I got to participate in the Rod Seager game with Joe Burns and Isaiah Reese do a great job of, you got the best juniors in Georgia hanging with each other. And just see, and so you put all those alpha dogs in one room, and now they have to, you know, gel together, and you see who can ride to the cage, who can't, and they kind of feed off each other. And just that instant alone, I saw the confidence and record I never saw, where you start realizing, like I've always been telling these kids, you don't just compete against the kids in your area or in Georgia, you compete against kids worldwide. You know, mm-hmm. then when you go to opening and all these rivals. Uh, you know, combines and stuff. You out in Oregon, flying all over the place. So, you know, it, 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 the game is advanced. They done way more stuff than what we did. Um, you know, highlight tapes are readily available. Uh, they start training a lot early, and then football is year round. Football right. is year round. You don't stop. So, you know, they start passing leagues earlier. Um, you know, it's just it's just the game is advanced so much. And they're they're so so ready nowadays, and like you said, not only mentally but physically and socially as well. Yeah, yeah. Now you you mentioned the the year round football as a as a you know when you were coming up, and 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 all of us on the podcast here, you know, we all played as many sports as we possibly could. Uh huh. Are, are you a, a proponent of playing? Just football year round, or, or you know the travel baseball and, and all that stuff. Or you, is that something you're a proponent of, or do you yeah, kind of like? Yeah, I believe in a kid not putting all the eggs in one basket. Play all your sports. Right. Um, and luckily, like I said, when I got here, Randon, the quarterback, plays travel baseball. 
okay. bunch of the basketball kids do AAU and something, but our baseball, basketball coach, he wants our kids to play football, which is great because he right. feels like it gives them a physical and mental toughness. So um, he doesn't play in AAU stuff around, um, you know, our 707s and different stuff like that. So it's a great relationship. So I want, I'm a coach that believes in, you know, put all your talent, use them all, because you never know how you're going to develop. You know, right. get a kid a chance as much as possible to maximize on their opportunities. Yeah. And a lot of kids are able to, to, to utilize skills, say, on the basketball court. They can use those on the football field, too. Yeah. Yeah, they sure can. Um, You know, just, just like I said, you look at LeBron James, you know, I tell you all the time, you know, that's a full, you know, tight end or linebacker come down the lane. You know, you want to get out the way. You yeah. know, he's 6'8", 250 pounds, so – uh, you know, same thing with our guys. Um, you know, we try to tell them when we're throwing, you know, jump balls, 50-50 balls, you know, treat it like it's an alley-oop you know, or go up and get a rebound, you know, to our basketball kids kind of put them in that mind frame of, of, of what you're doing while you're up that high. You know, we got some kids that can jump now. We got right. some kids that can flat-out jump. So uh, we want to get our fair share of 50-50 balls um, on both sides and, uh, you know, kind of use some of the – the basketball terminology to to, to 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 you know describe what we want from them. Right. No doubt. Um, now, whenever the the Glenn Brunswick rivalry, how how do you kind of approach that? Do you feel like is that kind of like one of your first goals on the list of things to to accomplish on the season, or do you just kind of look at the season as as a whole? We take each game game by game. Um, like I told you, the reason why that game is so important is because it's a region game, first and foremost. Um, uh-huh. You know, our our community is crazy about that game. And, um, you know, like I said, the, the 28th is going to come. But, you know, we have to worry about our scrimmage with Wayne next week. And, uh, right. you know, just from an execution standpoint, we want to, you know, not be penalized heavily. Like I said, we want to be able to, you know, execute our special teams and, Offensive, defensive units on and off the field efficiently. So we're looking to get in game shape going into that first game against McIntosh. And we're just going to take each game by game, and then we'll approach that game when we get to it. So, um, you know, I've heard all about the rivalry and how much it means, but, you know, I, I'm a coach that, and I'll just, and I know it's cliche to say it, but we truly attack each game, game by game. You have to, especially on this level. Right, right. We got another uh, person calling in. Uh, I believe it's Calvin from down in Camden. Calvin, is that you? Yeah. What's going on? What's going on, man? <laughs> Do you have any? You need to shout out at Coach Harold a little bit. What's up, Coach? What's up, Cal? <laughs> what's going on with you? Hey, hey, hey! I'm watching you everywhere. I'm watching you everywhere, Coach. <laughs> Yay! Hey, I see that, man. You left early on uh, midnight, man. I had to get home, man. I can't stay out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, we I didn't we didn't get back to school until about four in the morning, man. You missed it. <laughs> no, I ain't missed it. I got everything I needed to get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but Calvin does a good job of uh, covering supporters, man. We got a mutual uh, friend. He, he, he's a good guy. Real, real good guy. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's uh, tell you what. Now, I know, Coach, you, other than just football, I've heard you talk about, you know, instilling greatness in, in the young men, building up these young men, too, and making sure that they lead the community and also, of course, put 
put Christ first in their lives. How have you? How is that kind of? Does that take precedence over football, in your opinion, of course, or or what? Repeat the question again. I was saying I, I've heard you talk about building up building up these young men and everything, and and making sure they put Christ first, and making sure that they're mm-hmm. leaders in the community, other yeah. than just football. Is that does that still hold accurate and everything? Oh yeah, yeah. We um we had a, a speaker this week um, that kind of set the midnight madness off. My uh, passed away from Atlanta Champions for Christ, uh, William Wynn, and came and spoke and blessed the team and. Uh, you know, then we uh, walked to Greater Works Ministry behind him uh, with Pastor Mark Baker's a pastor. And um, just everything we do is, is our – my philosophy is faith, family, and football. And, um, you know, I believe without God, nothing can be achieved. And I think a lot of the reason why we have trouble in the schools and the broken homes is because, you know, God is not first in a lot of people's lives, and then the, the male role is falling off. You know, a lot of these young boys don't have father figures and stuff, and it, it places a lot of strain on a woman to raise a man. And, um, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, it's just, you know, it's just we want to instill that, you know, as a man when times get rough. Like I tell the kids out there, I don't know all the answers sometimes. And when I don't know, I do have somebody I can turn to. And uh, I want them to know the same thing. You know, I don't talk to them about religion too much. I just want them to acknowledge that there's a greater power that gave you the ability to play this great game that a lot of people love to play. And you need to acknowledge him and, and have a relationship with him. So, you know, the, a lot of the kids down here, you know, being down south, you know, go to church and stuff like that. But, you know, we just try to have a relationship and try to reclaim what, what we lost. And that's, you know, taking over um, the male role in our, in our, family, in, in, in our community schools. Right, right. No doubt. All right, now, most importantly, have you been to Willie's Weenie Wagon yet? Yeah. You know, I haven't <laughs> been. I haven't been, but I got to tell Willie, thank you. He said a parent was going to get some Willie for her son, and uh, she told him she was going to football practice. She said, well, the new coach never been over here. Let me see her. So he sent me a sandwich, and it was delightful. So, oh. you know, I got to go over there and tell him thank you. I think it was a steak sandwich or something. So you can yeah. tell us football season. Everybody would be nice to the coach now. <laughs> <laughs> You can't, you can't let your kids eat too much there, but, I mean, you know, got to get there sometime. I know you got to get over there for sure. That, yeah, that's, exactly. that's a deep spot, man. Exactly. exactly. That is, you, you must have ate over there before. Oh, yeah. You saw me. <laughs> exactly. 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 Yeah, I don't mind eating. You, you, you don't mind eating, huh? They, uh, that's been a, a Brunswick staple for, for ever since I was a little kid. I would, I would go there with my parents and uh, the the original owner has since passed a few years back, but it, it, it's, it just ain't nothing like it. He, I've always talked to him and uh, before he passed and it was uh, <laughs> I tell you, yeah. I would talk to him, I'd kind of tease him a little bit. I'd say, y'all's hot dogs as good as the varsities up in Atlanta? He's like, oh, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, look, I gotta go over there. You ever met him? Yeah, yeah, I did yeah. a little. I talked with him a little bit. My parents knew him real well and everything too. Um, he came down from Chicago originally, so oh, okay. You, you okay. know, he, they know hot dogs up there in Chicago, but he's they got the everything they got. They, it's uh, is good, so you can't go wrong. I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. Yeah, but. But like I said, man, I appreciate it. Like I said, anytime y'all want to talk football, I love talking football, man. And 
Appreciate Calvin uh, calling in and, uh, you know, look for a good, long, productive season. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I'm I'm looking forward, I mean, not just anticipating the season, but I, I think everybody's – I've been telling people on, on this podcast, you know, I'm the only Southeast Georgia guy on, on the show, so uh, uh, I've been telling people the next two years plus are going to be some of the best football played around the, in the state. Mm-hmm. You know, from from Liberty all the way down down to Camden down there. So, down in this part of the whole this whole section is really elevating elevated talent wise, in my opinion, over the last few years. Exactly, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's 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 good down here, man. It's mm-hmm. good. It's definitely good. So, uh, you know, yeah. like I said, we uh. We are uh, getting to learn the different shows and stuff like that. And it, it mean it means something to y'all. Y'all talk college and high school, right? Oh yeah, we're mostly. Okay. I mean, we we talk recruiting and uh, but mostly from the Georgia perspective. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta, so. I gotta figure that. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, and I take you at dog night. I know everybody's been saying it, but I saw for the I ain't never seen that much collection of talent in one place before in my life, man. You talking about some talent? Oh my god. Oh. Yeah, that it, it, uh, that quarterback for Washington is the real deal. You um, know, he he he's a monster. You know, yeah, we, and, uh, uh, he, he, he there were some kids out there, boy. There were some kids. So yeah, George got a bright future. Just like they told him, man, we can get all those kids to stay here inside, boy. We they gonna compete for the national championship real soon. You know, yes, and I'm sir. from Louisiana. I ain't even no Georgia fan, but I guess I gotta be a Georgia <laughs> fan. Look, I got to be a Georgia fan now, I guess. There you go. And we love hearing that with with the the future kids at Brunswick. <laughs> yeah, look, 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 look. Exactly, exactly. I guess, I guess everybody figure I got to uh, keep 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 the streak going, huh? Exactly, exactly. Keep the streak. Uh, I, I was about to say it'll uh, it help if our coaches will send uh, send the kids to Georgia instead of UCLA. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, look. Look, the one thing the one thing they did this time they offered a lot earlier, so you know uh, this staff this staff is taking a different approach. You know? Don't but, don't, but, don't even get me started on that. Oh my god! Hey, but but you know what though, people don't realize Roquan's first offer. I'll never forget when I saw the sophomore highlight tape. I told my D, I said, man, we got us one. We got us a D one player. You know, I didn't mm-hmm. coach, you know, Brandon Bowden, who played for the Patriots now, and Herman Lafferty, Tennessee, and you know, I saw I know what a D one player looks like, and. Uh-huh. uh I remember when oh, Jeff Ulbrich called. He's like, Coach, I just saw Roquan highlight tape. I just threw my coffee out of the window. We were offering right now. So that was his first offer as a sophomore. So people don't realize that was his first offer. And they had he had built a relationship with that guy over three years. I mean, you know, he had met the guy's family and everything. So it wasn't – a lot of people don't know that. You know, it wasn't just no uh, – you know, no fly-by-night thing. You're going to travel 3,000 miles away. you got to know somebody. He had a – Built a relationship with that guy, so you know a lot of people know all that stuff. But right, uh, you know it, it was just a, a different situation. In, right know. now, can I? I know, and you don't. You don't have to answer this, but do you feel like UCLA was trying to be slick in their recruitment? By because they pretty much knew that coach was going to be going to play for the, or coach for the Falcons, right? I mean, yeah. I, I what I'm finding out now is that. Uh, Pretty much what it was is I think the head coach asked them or asked their their uh, assistants, you know, just to keep it close to the vest before mm-hmm. you leave, before signing day. Wait till signing day and then. Which, you know, 
I don't know how I necessarily feel being a, right. being a, uh being a, uh on the other side of it. Of course, it don't feel good, but being right. a coach that has to leave for different opportunity for a better opportunity. I mean, I can't blame him. So it's just a stick. I, I would just say from now on, just let the kids know. I mean, right. you, know, I know you don't want to miss out on them, but that's not fair to a kid that's going to leave three thousand miles away. And how many, how many kids? It won't require one only one. How many kids? You know, the kid in Texas, the kid at Iowa State. You know, was mad about. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Right. About uh, yeah. you know, that coach leaving. I mean, people don't realize, man. You build a relationship with these guys when they come and sit in your living room and promise you all this stuff. And a lot of times it's not the head coach. It's just, just the coach that you actually build a relationship with, you know. Um, and, and, and and just like uh, he's in love with Aubrey, I mean, Coach Eckler, you know, it's great. Roquan loves him. He's a great coach, a great recruiter. I mean, so, you know, you build relationship with those with those assistants, you know. Right, and, um, right. You know, so it's just a lot that goes to that recruiting man. Um you know, there's a lot into it, and I learned a lot this year. You know, going into my 14th year that I never found out before. So, yeah. uh, it was just yeah. a perfect storm. It was definitely a perfect storm. Yeah, definitely some valuable knowledge that you learned that you can share with kids down the road, you know? Yeah, yeah, well, uh, yeah. Well, Coach yeah. Harold, I don't want to keep you all night, but, man, we really appreciate you coming on with us. And, okay. Uh, just, uh, like I said, anytime you want to come on, let me know. Or uh, if you want any of the kids to come on with us, we'd be glad to have them as well. Okay. Well, I'll be in touch with y'all, Dre. Like I said, yeah, you're right. Let me get home. I'm, I, you know, I need to get home to my wife. <laughs> right, right. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> yeah. But it's great good to have y'all, you man. Y'all, y'all have a good night. We appreciate it. Good luck this season. All right. Thank you so much. Take care. All right. All right. Coach Harold from Brunswick High. He uh, loved talking with him, man. He, he's a real good dude. Oh, I like him a lot. That man, that man don't mean no look. They're gonna be good. Oh uh, yeah, oh yeah. I knew he, I knew he knew a little he, bit about. He was a ball coach. Sounded like didn't he say his wife was the one that said you better take a look at that team? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's a he's a ball coach. You could tell. Oh yeah, yeah, Calvin. You, you've had you've known him for a little while now, right? Yeah, I've, I've been knowing him for probably the past. Nine months. He's a good guy, man. I, I even went out to uh, to the Midnight Madness out there to check him out, man. Coach, Coach is a good guy. Had those guys out there, 12-01. They were in pads, ready to go. <laughs> no yeah. doubt. Ready to roll, baby. Ready to roll. I'll tell you what, we got another guest calling in right now, I believe. Hold on one second here. I don't have to. Field, Field Street Forum Radio, who do we have? Field Street Form Radio, who do we have? Davion, is that you? Davion, you on? Davion's not on the phone. Like he's saying, Davion, is that you? Davion's not on the phone, Taco. <laughs> Hold on, I don't see him. Hold on, we'll, we'll give him another minute. Hold on. Uh. Wait, was that him? That sounded like she may have been calling in from a different phone and listen. Yeah. Hold on. Let me check this. It might be the, the Coach Williams we were talking to. Is this still Coach Williams or? 
Actually, that sounds like his mom. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we can get. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. She, it sounded like. Yeah. It like she called in from a different phone listener. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, hey, little little programming on the air, but Brooks, if you can shoot him a text or or tweet or something, just just let him know we're ready whenever he is. All right. Um, I'll do it. I tell you, I tell you what. While while we're waiting on him, uh-huh. here, here's a here's another practice little uh, tidbit. Okay. I can't remember who we were having a discussion with, but it was a little while back where we were all complaining about how George is always behind on everything. And and now it seems like we're just getting everything we need. And, of course, you know, of course it has a lot to do with Adams and he's gone and more heads in and all that. We are uh, actually now using the GPS technology. Oh, really? We are on the players' jerseys. Nice. Hey, the, I mean, there's no reason. I mean, we've talked about it before. the The program is <laughs> the program is is makes too much money to not give our players the absolute best, and and it is definitely that's the way it's that's the way it's going right now. Well, we're yeah. we're getting it. They've uh, there's some people that said since Moorhead took over, Mark Rick has not been told no on one thing. Yeah. If he's asked for something, he's got it. Right. And that's the way it should be. I mean, if you want your program to be successful, it's got to be on all on the same page, all pulling in one direction, you know? I mean, it's, it, it, there was, when they're, when it's making, making it out to the media, there was too much noise and static coming from, from Athens at the end of last year, you know, before the bowl game and everything, for there not to have been something going on. And it, and it, it's gotten corrected, you know. Jason, you still there? Hey, sorry. It's all right. Um, so who knows? But, yeah, we'll uh, hopefully we'll have Davian calling in in a few minutes. Um Calvin, how is uh, have you been over to Camden's practices? How are they looking so far? No, I hadn't been able to, to make any of their practices yet. I haven't. Mm-hmm. Uh, you won't see the same exact thing you've seen in the past years. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate to say it, but that's what we don't see, the same exact stuff that's going on. But, I mean, we have a stud at running back that, you know, I mean, if they give him the ball, he can almost, single-handedly win the game. We, the games that we lost last year, if they would have given the ball at least five more times a game, we probably would have won all except for the Lee County game. The, uh-huh. the young kid, Brandon McMaster, upcoming junior, he's a stud. He's yeah. a, stud. A, lot, a lot of people, you know, they're sleeping on him. and I mean, he got half size. I mean, see, he's a good kid, too. So, I mm-hmm. mean, we, I think we'll be all right. Matter of fact, I talked to the guy – at uh, Oconee, the linebacker. What's the linebacker at Oconee? Oh, Legins. Yeah, yeah. When I was up at dog night and I was asking him, he had a boot on his foot. And I asked him, uh, I was like, who? He, I said, how'd you get the boot? He said, I got it at West Georgia at defense camp. I said, well, who looked good? I said, I said, I heard that North Gwinnett looked good. He said, yeah, they look good. He said, but who surprised me was Camden. He didn't know I was from Camden. He said, they surprised me. He said, Okay. Yeah, he he said why? I, I mean, I asked him why. He said, uh, 
He said the defense. He said he said that they'll hit you. He said not one of them. He said all of them. They will hit you. I was like, wow. Oh. So, I mean, it sounds like we got a, a pretty stout defense, which we didn't have last year. I didn't think. So mm-hmm. we may we may be in the running if if uh, Brunswick again or, or Wayne County don't beat us early on. Because uh, I'm gonna tell you, they they have some good teams over there. Glenn is a good team, and Wayne is a good team. I yeah. think Brunswick, Brunswick is a year away next year. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, it's, Brunswick's gonna make a long run next year. They got they got a lot of young guys. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's just it. If they can if they can all buy in now, though, I mean, I yeah. think the talent is there. To make it two-year yeah. run, you know. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But it, but you, they're in a tough region. I can guarantee oh, yeah. that Statesboro gonna gonna bounce back. Where County is gonna be where County. Yeah, yeah. And you know it's gonna it's gonna be really really tough for them. Mhm, mhm. Yeah. Um. Hey, Jason had a dog the bounty hunter in the chat was saying he didn't he wanted a clarification on the GPS technology. What can you can you expound on that a little bit more? Like what? what oh, I mean, basically, I mean, it keeps up with like their number of steps. It keeps up with like basically everything they do, and uh, looks like they're wearing them on the back of their jerseys, uh, like kind of like up towards the collar, I believe. Okay. So it's more and uh, we'll uh, I'll see if I can't pull some pull some information and either put it in the chat or put it in an article or something like that on the front page. But okay. uh, Florida State's been using it for like a couple of years now, probably two, three years now. Right. So, so it's so more than just if, just. if he beats me to it, just I just Google Florida FSU GPS technology. If, if for some reason I don't get to it in the next day or so. Okay. Is it uh? So it's more obviously than just location. It's more like a. Does it keep up with like heart rate and and then that? Oh yeah, it keeps up with like all that stuff. Okay. Okay. So it's a health and and you know situational type device that they can use to make yeah, sure yeah, that they're, they're getting the most making make sure they get the most out of practices and different drills and make sure they don't overwork the kids things like that. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not for like location at all. Hold on a second. Okay. I'm and, posting uh, in the chat the uh, ESPN article about Florida State using it. Okay. I just got word that uh, Davion will be calling in in just a couple minutes. So, uh, look forward to talking with him. How uh, how have the other freshmen? Now you mentioned Trenton Thompson. How have the other freshmen kind of shown out so far in practice? Have they have they been able to kind of acclimate themselves? I saw <laughs> saw there might have been some. Yeah, I mean, it's only been two days. One thing I love, man, I don't care what anybody says. You know, I mean, a football scrap's a football scrap. But but if you got, number one, if you got people on day two that that are pissed off enough to scrap with each other, that's a good thing. Yeah. And and if you got a freshman that's that's ready to do it, that's another good thing. Right. Yeah, it was, uh, let's see, who was it, Reggie Davis and... Who was the uh, DeAndre Baker. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, hey, you got you if you got them guys uh, and they're riled up enough on day two to get mm-hmm. into a fight, I roll with it because you're doing a good job. Yeah, I don't see that as a bad thing at all. No, no, I agree. Mike, you, uh, how did you, uh, 
seen. Um, how, how did you kind of assess DeAndre Baker coming out of high school as far as defensive back? Absolutely love the kid. Um, coming out of a powerhouse school in Miami, primarily played nothing but corner his entire career. Um, really fundamentally sound kid. He's a track kid. He's fast. Um, I mean, not a lot that you can't like about him um, mm-hmm. from a back standpoint. I mean, he's he's pretty much gone up against South Florida's best his entire life um, and done really well. But, yeah, did you see did you see that kind of physicality from him too in his in his film? Mm, a little bit. No, he's kind of a he's kind of a more slender kid. Um, but you know, when you when you hit somebody with that much speed, you can kind of make up for a little bit of that. <laughs> right, right. I'm I'm telling you this right now. I, I think I think Kimbrough has uh has gained everybody's respect so far. So, so I would I would kind of I know Pruitt doesn't like you know tilt starter from the beginning or anything like that, but I I kind of pencil him in, and I probably pencil Carter in just because of the experience. But uh, Patrick and Roquan Smith are going to get to play a lot. Mm-hmm. And oh, that absolutely. first day of practice when Georgia Dawes is showing them at practice, man, those two, I mean, just the look of them together as inside linebackers. That was nasty. Right. Yeah, and the Trez that was just, nasty, man. And the Trez, and then and then hearing Coach Harrell talking about uh, Roquan, is, <laughs> getting up to two twenty five for Roquan is, is, I mean, there's not much more you can ask. Yeah, his uh, his his name has been mentioned. How, uh, okay, hold on, hold on. I think we got our guest. Hold on one second. Field Street Forum Radio, who do we have? Hello, William. Hey, is, uh, okay. Are you listening in for, for Davion? Yes. Okay, all right. He should be on just a few minutes. Okay. Thank you. Hey, Mike, uh, Mike, he's Mike he's might be a little interested in this. Davion's been trying to call in, by the way. He's having some technical difficulties, Dre. You might want to okay. shoot him something on Twitter or something like that. I don't, I, I've don't. i been trying. All right, hold on one second. Hey, Mike. Hey, hold on one second. Hold on one second. Field Street Form Radio, who do we have? Are you just listening, or who do we have? Just listening. Okay, thank you. Hang on, I think Coach Williams might have him. Coach Williams. Yeah, there you go. Oh, he's on. He's on. You got it? Okay. Yeah, I got Stay it. Davion, you there? Yes, I'm here. Hey. All right, man. Glad how to you. How you doing? Good. How are you? Appreciate I'm doing you very good. Good. Appreciate you joining us tonight on Field Street Forum Radio. I'm uh, the host, Drayton. Uh, and then we got Mike Brooks. You've been talking with him a little bit, I believe, on, on Twitter. And also, uh, Jason, Harry Dog is joining us. And then Calvin from down in Camden, Georgia, is joining us. So we appreciate you coming on with us. Thank you. I'm proud to be on the show. Thank you, man. Uh, 
Finally got you on, Teddy. I'm good to have you, brother. <laughs> hey, it's 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 always have it's always good to have the new dogs on here, man. Oh yeah. Tell us uh tell us a little about your decision on on your commitment to uh, to Georgia. Um, I was very excited when I uh, committed to Georgia. Um, I feel like that is a great spot for me because they run like a post offense, and um, their post offense is very good for me. Um, mm-hmm. I like Coach B Mac. I like Coach Rich. And um, I talked to Coach Mac more about becoming a man than football, so mm-hmm. I really like that the one-on-one relationship with him. So that was pretty good. That was a good thing for me. And um, right. I'm pretty excited about it. Oh, hey, we're we're glad to have you for sure. Uh, tell us a little bit. When did when did Georgia offer you, and and when did you kind of start getting that feeling that 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 was the place for you? Um, Georgia offered me a couple of months back, and um. Me and my parents were very excited about it because it's SEC and um, what's better than SEC. Right. And, um, we were talking about it and um, they're very excited about it and um, they told me to you know wait and weigh out my options and see what uh, God has in store for you and um, if you just want to keep Georgia in your mind, just keep Georgia in your mind and then we just finally made that decision that I'm just gonna take my time to University of Georgia and uh, we were all excited about it. Oh yeah. That is great, man. What did you? What was your first thoughts about whenever you have you visited Athens yet? Or I know that was a big, big story. I haven't been to Athens yet, but I'll be visiting in September, so I'll, I'm pretty excited about that. Right, right. You're gonna love it. We can <laughs> we can say that pretty safely. I, I promise you, it is one of the most iconic SEC cities there is. Um, so you. You're gonna have a good time, no question about it. Now, how uh, are you still gonna take other visits, or, or are you rock solid to Georgia? Um, I think I'm just done with the recruiting process. I'm just gonna visit Georgia and that'll be all. Oh, good. Okay. Was it how? how what would be your your description of of the recruiting process? Was it kind of draining for you, or did you enjoy the process? Or kind of give us a little bit insight into that. Um, it was a little bit of both. I was pretty excited about it because not a lot of kids had that opportunity to just get recruited by a lot of those schools. So I was pretty excited about it. But on the other hand, it was kind of draining because you have to make that one decision of what school you want to uh, spend your four years at. So mm-hmm. I was kind of sad about that, though. But um, I'm pretty excited. and I'm uh, glad that I made the right decision to go to the University of Georgia. Right, right. Now, I'm, I'm sure knowing recruiting a little bit, I'm sure all the other schools have just stopped calling and they're just going to let you enjoy enjoy the process, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I coach, um, he was pretty uh, sad about me uh, committing to University of Georgia. Right, yeah. right. That has your phone probably blown up even more since you, you announced? Uh, yeah, from the Georgia fans. Uh, they're pretty excited okay. about me committing uh, to the University of Georgia. But other than that, no, not really. <laughs> right, right. I tell you, it's so, exciting. It's exciting to get a kid all the way from Texas, let you know, commit to Georgia. That's something that we hadn't had a lot of in the past. Um, I mean, the last, the last big recruit that we had from the state of Texas was Matthew Stafford. So mm-hmm. you got, you got, you got some big shoes to fill, Davion. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm willing to uh, take that on. I'm excited about it. <laughs> No doubt, but it, it's good. We we always, you know, want to recruit on a national level. It's good to see, uh, you know, good to see 
kids wanting to come to Georgia from from different parts of the world, especially in that in that Texas, you know, that tech, being down in Texas, how big football is over there. I mean, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm I'm sure. Have you heard from other Georgia uh, recruits or Georgia commits? Have, have they reached out to you, or have you all used social media to kind of talk or chat a little bit? No, I haven't talked to any other recruits uh, that have been coming to Georgia. Um, not really. So. Gotcha. Tell me this: When when was it you realized how good of a potential, potentially a good football player you could be? Was there a, was there a moment on the field or something that that you just kind of said, "Whoa, <laughs> I'm really pretty good at this." Um, I think the end of my sophomore year, um, I had to talk with um, some of the seniors that graduate this year. Um, they had talked to me about, yeah, you're going to have a good season next year. Don't worry about it. Because um, my mm-hmm. sophomore season was, like, terrible. I couldn't catch anything. Um, mm-hmm. I was pretty depressed about that. And um, one of my seniors just came and talked to me. and was like, don't worry about it. You'll do good. And then starting 7-on-7 seven seven on that summer, I started catching a lot of passes and um, running great routes. Mm-hmm. And I was just working on my technique. And um, I realized that I could be really good at that position. And then I just mm-hmm. had a, a really good junior season, so I was pretty excited about it. Right. And what what do you attribute that improvement to with with your with your catching? Was it just working out every day, working hard and working drills, or you feel like it was more just growing into your body kind of thing? Um, it was working on my drills and my technique, and just uh, wanting to get better at that position because uh, my freshman I mean my freshman year, um, I didn't really play wide receiver that much. I was mostly a running back. And then they try okay. to move me my sophomore year, so I wasn't pretty excited about that. But um, it got me a chance to be on varsity, so um, I was willing to take that position on. So I was pretty mm-hmm. excited about that. Oh, cool. Now, having having gone through that kind of experience, do you kind of use that and and kind of use that as a to make yourself a, a more of a leader on your team? That you know, kind of you kind of went through a little bit of a downtime and then the, the senior, like you said, the seniors really kind of lifted you up a little bit. You kind of use that kind of um, experience to, to lead the rest of the kids on your team. Yeah. I use that as motivation every day. Um, so like the kids that are coming up now um, and then I having really a, good, a great season, mm-hmm. um, I just tell them to keep pushing and keep working hard and just want to be the best and um, nobody can stop you. So, they always right. use that and um, keep on fight and just continue to get better players. So I'm mm-hmm. excited about that. Well, that's good, dude. Not, you run track as well, uh, from what I understand. Is that that's kind of been your your? Is that you kind of use that for in the off season to to stay in shape and, and to run and everything? Yes. Um, yeah, I use I run track a lot. And, um, I want to go to college to run track. So uh, hopefully, University of Georgia will give me a chance to. Um, Run track and play football, and I'll be excited about that. Really. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I would imagine they will just <laughs> talk it over with the, with the coaches, man. Let them know. Now, how how did you? Who was it? You said it was Coach McClendon that you really got to know. Was he the one that that initiated the talk with between yourself and Georgia? Yeah. Um, 
he came down to one of our workouts in Temple one time, and um, he got to talk to me and um, say that um, that he really liked me, and um, he's gonna look into my tape more. And um, if I have a really good season, he will offer me. But um, I guess he had a change of heart and ended up offering me early. So I was pretty excited about that, and um, we got to talking more about becoming a man instead of just talking about football. Mm-hmm. That's what really won me over about the coach. So pretty excited about that. Right. Now, what is your plan? I know you you obviously have your whole season to go through now. Um, are you planning on enrolling early, or are you going to uh, stay through your whole senior season in, in, in Temple? Or what was kind of the, the yeah, thought I'm process? Yeah, i my whole uh, senior season in Temple um, so I can run track and uh, help my team win state and track. And, um, That's right. That's right. Just getting better and better each day, just working out before I uh, go to the University of Georgia. Right. All right. Um, <clears throat> what now game you, uh, you? Sorry, I was going to say. I was just, just going to ask him what what game he was coming to visit for. Um, we're not for sure right now, but I think we're going to try to come visit the Alabama and Georgia game. Okay, that'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. <laughs> hey, you ain't gonna sleep through that game. I can promise you. <laughs> well, that, that's a good one. That will be a good one to come down, come down for. Um, there'll be a lot of recruits in town. Get you, get you a chance to kind of meet some of the other guys and see the coaches, players, that sort of thing. Um, you know, I think I think everybody's going to be in town that weekend. <clears throat> oh yeah, that's going to be great, man. How uh, how big are you right now? I'm six foot one eighty right now. Good deal. Is that ideal for you playing weight size? Yeah, I'm trying to get to one ninety five. Um probably during mid season. Mm-hmm. There you go. Hey Davion, we uh we talked to your cousin, Coach Williams, for a second when he was calling in. And he said you were working with a kind of a personal trainer, working on route running and stuff like that. Tell us a little bit about that. Um, I have two personal trainers, uh, Wesley Jones and uh, Margin Hooks. And um, we work on uh, technique-wise, like getting off the ball and uh, breaking down routes and uh, just seeing what coverage they're in and um, catching drills and all types of stuff just to get better as a receiver as a whole. Um, So – I'm very thankful that those two are in my life just so I can continue to get better and better each day. So I'm excited about that and um, just want to continue to get better. And uh, hopefully they can still train me while I'm in the University of Georgia. Absolutely. Now, are you are you a native Texan or, or uh, did y'all move into Texas or what's the, what's the story there? Well, I was born and raised in Texas, so. Okay. Yeah, I've always been in Texas my whole life. All right. Now, what do you like to do? You mentioned track, obviously, but what do you like to do away from the football field or away from sports? What's kind of some of your hobbies or, or anything like that? Um, Really just chill and just uh, stay home with my family and just watch TV, uh, play on PlayStation 4 all day. <laughs> I hear you, I hear you. He's got to have some time to relax. He's got to have mm-hmm. some time to relax. That's a, that's a full load he's got right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Now, do you, do you have a, a plan in mind of, of what you want to try to major in in college? I know, like I say, you got your whole senior year, but you already have a, a, a major in mind that you'd like to look, work for? Um, I want to become an athletic director. So um, okay. this year I'll be um, working into that field and um, be around my head coach most of the time during the school year and see how he uh, works around his whole schedule of becoming an athletic director. So I'm, I'm excited about that this year. Yeah. That's yeah. fantastic. That's really, really cool. All right, now, David, now everything, what's on everybody's mind now, what if what if some of these Texas school, Baylor or a University of Texas, you know, or A&M, what if some of these schools come calling? What do you, you just going to let them know thanks, but thanks, but I'm, I'm, I'm a bulldog or you going to maybe give them a Yeah, I'm just going to let them know. I'm sorry, but I'm a bulldog now. I'm just going right. to do it. We love to hear that now because believe me, they gonna, <laughs> they're going to come a calling, believe me. Once they see see you on on the film and and see that speed that you that you have, mm-hmm. I don't see any reason why they're gonna not be calling. <laughs> who uh who do you kind of model your your game after, David? Um, I kind of model my game is like the Sean Jackson and Victor Cruz type of game because I use my speed just to get out of those little outs and um make 70 yards uh, after every catch, a little short catch. So I use my – I like – those are my two idols. Um, I have another idol, but um, I like his footwork. So my other idol is like Chad Johnson because he, uh, he's very explosive with his footwork. Mm-hmm. So I kind of look at him too. So, yeah. Absolutely. That's that's the first thing that jumps off the when you're watching your film. Is you're, you know, you have quick, quick feet. Hey, good call, Coach Williams. With the Deshaun Jackson, <laughs> mm-hmm. he had mentioned earlier. He had mentioned earlier that that was, that was who he compared you to was Deshaun Jackson. <laughs> all right, what? man. So what's so what's it like playing football in Texas? Everybody, all all we do is ever hear about it. Everybody says it's crazy. Oh, there's nothing like it. It's it's unreal. Um, guys are out there hungry for to win a championship or just to get better and just to win districts. So it's it's pretty exciting to watch everybody play and try to get better in Texas because um, they're trying to make it, just trying to get better each day. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, you're in 5A, right? Your school's 5A in Texas. What does it go up to? Sir? What classification does it go up to in Texas? Read it. Six. Hello. Did he cut out? You there? Yeah, I'm here now. Okay. Okay. Did you hear the hear his question? No. Can you repeat the question, please? Yeah. So, what what classification does football go up to in Texas? You're you're five A. What uh what classification does it go up to? It goes all the way up to six A. So that's like the uh, Cedar Hills and DeSoto and those type of schools. I don't know. Okay. I would think I would think they'd have more than more than six in Texas, being as big as it is. That's crazy. Um, but wow. But yeah, you're in the you know right up there. The I guess the one of the bigger schools in Texas, being five A, I would assume. Sure. 
Mm-hmm. No doubt. And it's a lot of competition everywhere you go. Even when you're in the small schools. Right. Yeah, you see talent all over the state, no? Sure. Now, Absolutely. Was, was football your first love, or was there another sport that you grew up playing, or or was it track? Uh, uh, football wasn't my first love. My first love was basketball. I really thought I was going to make it in basketball, but um, <laughs> all of my coaches told me otherwise. Uh, <laughs> they were not to make it in football. Uh, they were right, so I couldn't argue with them. Oh, yeah. Now, go. that was one thing. Uh, I noticed you, you, you got some ups on you, too, now, besides the speed. Are you yeah, able to are you able to, are you able to throw down, too? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> now, that helps. Now, we were just talking to one of the uh, coaches from – high school coaches from here in Georgia, and uh, he talked about how they – you know, he he likes to have kids play, you know, other sports as well. But they can, you know, and we mentioned how you can utilize basketball on, you know, basketball moves and things on the football field. Do you, have you done the same for, like, you know, jump balls and or, you know, like he, he mentioned 50-50 balls. He always stresses for kids to go up and go get it. Is that is that one of your strengths as well in addition to your speed? Yeah, um my coaches used to tell me all the time, um, just use your basketball uh, mentality and strength to, um, just to get those kind of jump balls. So I work on uh, squats a lot just to get my vertical higher and higher. So, mm. awesome. Now, are you are you strictly a hundred percent a wide receiver? You're not a you're not an athlete like we see so many kids coming out these days. You're you're a wide receiver. Wide receiver. <laughs> Here we go. He says, I'm a wide receiver and get me the ball. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, Daddy, I, watched, uh, I watched some of y'all's 7-on-7 uh, seven on, seven on uh, YouTube, some of y'all 7-on-7 seven seven highlights. Who's uh, who's the quarterback throwing you the ball? Um, his name is Cole Martin. Uh, he'll be graduating this year. Um, he's a very good quarterback. Um he played some last year. Um, he threw two touchdown passes to me uh, in the Elgin game, and um, we knew right then there he wasn't um, going to be a worry for us. But hopefully he does have a good season. Hopefully we all have a good season this year. So we're pretty excited about him being our quarterback. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't look bad at all. Yeah, he's very good. Now, who, who's your big rival at, at Temple? <laughs> is there is there, is there one game? It's kind of a hard because every game we go into is like everybody's our rival. So yeah, the game that we'll say that it's like our biggest rivals are is Westlake because every game we play against Westlake, we end up losing by a point. Yeah, and um, so we're we're very excited about that game this year because they'll be on our home turf. And okay. we're just ready to bring it to them this year. I hear you. Now, that that fits right in. You'll have that in college at Georgia, too, because I think Georgia's got to have the most rivals of any school in the in the country. Because <laughs> we have another rival game, too, this year. Uh-huh. There'll be our, another rival game. Um, I know it'll be Waco Lions will be our another rival game because they have one of the top corners in the nation, 
that I'll be going against. His name is Eric Cuffey. I've been knowing okay. Eric for a long time. He's a very good player, and um, I'm excited to play against him. Okay. Always, now, looking, at that, always looking at the matchups. Always <laughs> looking at the matchups. A true wide receiver <laughs> mentality. All about the matchups, right? Yep. Yes, sir. Well, tell me this. Are you Now that you are, are Georgia Bulldog, are you going to try to talk to any of your other, like you talked about this cornerback, is there some other kids that you want to talk to about maybe coming to Georgia and taking a look? Um, yeah, I'm going to try to talk to some players, but um, um, they I think they already have their mindset of going to another school, but I'm going to try to convince them just to go to Georgia. It's the right thing okay. to do. All right. Never hurts, man. You never know what, what what's going to click with some people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so 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 what's your favorite way to score? Is it streaking down the sideline or is it a uh a, a end around little sweet pass or what's what's your favorite way to score, man? Yeah, um in around sweet pass, so and we, I talked with a lot of wide receivers that like that. They like getting the ball in the backfield and just, just outrunning everybody. <laughs> yeah. Get them in space do, and let them work. Yeah. Now, do you do returns as well? Yes, sir. Um, I'll be returning again this year, so I'm pretty excited about that. I'm moving the score. Well, my goal is to get um, five touchdowns on kickoff returns. That's my goal. Five? Good Lord. <laughs> I, I, can, I think I can make it happen if I just work hard at it and um, just find a right open hole yeah. and then just hit oh, it yeah. to the goal. Mm-hmm. No doubt, man. Now, you know that your other guys on offense aren't going to like that because that's going to cut down on their yards and catches and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me this, how were you, uh, have you been on other visits as well? And and who kind of, what kind of stood out at the other places that you really liked? I guess it was pretty much Coach Coach Mac that made the difference. But, you know, what what is it that you're kind of looking for, I guess, in, in, in the program now that you picked Georgia? What are you looking for that rolls it for them to fill? Um. I visited one school, and it was a uh, University of Houston. Um, coach Maringer, the wide receiver coach, um, he was just like Coach B. Mac. Um, they were this up, um, up speed guy, um, high motor. Um, we talked about more than fo- just football. We talked about becoming a man, same thing. But I feel like I connect more with Coach B. Mac than Coach Maringer. Mm-hmm. Um, what I'm looking into is more into the program at University of Georgia is. Um, how well the team gets along, and um, if we can just play like brothers and just hopefully go out there and just continue to get better and just uh, help each other get better as a, a man and a football player as well. So I was, I'm right. excited about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's nothing like – I mean, Coach Rick is, is – I mean, I think there was a poll that was taken, and, and Coach Rick was far – all the other coaches in the country were asked, who they would send their child to, to play football for or to be coached by. And Coach Rick wanted in a landslide by the other coaches, by his peers. So to me, that, that says a lot about the man, you know, as, as a man, obviously, but also as a as a, as a person and a, and a coach and, and what kind of situation you're going into at Georgia. 
It's not, you know, it's not all football. Absolutely. All right, all right, Davion. So we had like three, four, maybe even five new callers from Texas. Who, who all from your families listening? <laughs> um, I'm not for sure. I think it's my mom and um some of my friends that uh, graduate this year. Hey, give everybody a shout out, man. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> hey, now you mentioned five touchdowns on returns. What do you have other goals? What some other goals set for for this season that you have? Um. My other goal is to get over a thousand yards. Um, last year I had a thousand and fourteen. Um, okay. So I'm I'm really trying to get into like fifteen hundred this year. Um, okay. I had thirteen touchdowns last year. I'm trying to get to like twenty. So, so I have a big goal this year, just to right. get better as a player and just um, improve on my record that I had last year. Mm-hmm. No doubt. That would be an awesome season. How uh, now? When does school start? Because school start well, most of the state starts next week here in Georgia uh, for high school. But some of the schools have actually started today. So when does when does Texas go yeah. back? Oh, we have three more weeks until school starting here in Temple. Oh wow, okay. Now, have y'all started fall camp yet, or is that two weeks? Uh, we're starting Monday in two days. So. Okay, all right. How how hot is it down there right now? <laughs> um, it's blazing down here. Um, it's always hot in Texas, so absolutely. Well, it's it's hot and humid in Georgia. We can tell you that much. We've been we've been over what, over a hundred the past couple of days, haven't we, guys? Mm-hmm. Oh, I can do that. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> What uh tell me this, what what kind of attributes do you feel like you bring to to a program like Georgia? Um my intensity. Um I'm just a person that'll have fun. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just that type of person that's gonna encourage the team and just help them to get better as a person. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm just gonna treat them like I treat my family. So I'm right. Like, like, All right. Now, now we know we got family listening in, but do you like to talk a little trash on the field too to the opponents, or do you let your play do the talking? Oh, I'm hands on talking smack. Which I am. <laughs> well, wide receivers well, and corners notorious for talking trash on the field. <laughs> All right, well, what's been your best line so far, you think? He can't guard me. I know you can't guard me. (laughs) (laughs) I've always had that one corner that think he can just, you know, just lock me down the whole game, and then I blow past him one time, and then he just stopped talking, and I just start laughing, and then I just get excited about it. I tell you, with your size, a lot of people they they think that the big wide receivers are the hardest to cover for a corner, and it's it's exactly the opposite. The little shifty guys, the the Deshaun Jacksons of the world, 
they are the toughest wide receivers to cover if you ask any corner in the league. Um, so it's it's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> now tell me, now what is there to do for fun there in, in Temple, Texas? Is that is that a is it a big city or is it a suburb or? Um, it it's kind of big. Um, it's not really that big. Um, sometimes we just hang out with our family, or sometimes we just go to the mall and just hang out, or we'll go to Colleen or Dallas, or we'll go bowling or do stuff like that. Okay. Now you a Cowboys fan, or do you keep up with the NFL as well? Or? Um. Well, my family is because uh cousin is uh playing at Cowboys now. Oh wow! Um, okay. His name is Lake. Strunk. Who was that? Lake C. Strunk. Okay. O. C. Sharp. I got you. Yeah, he's um he plays running back for the Cowboys now um. But I'm not a Cowboys fan. I'm a Baltimore Ravens fan. Uh oh. So. <laughs> how, how did that? How did that happen now? Oh uh, well, my uncle was a Baltimore Ravens fan, and I just I just love Baltimore Ravens. Okay, All right. nothing wrong with that. <laughs> and as you were growing up, they were they were really really good too. Yeah. So that was another that that's interesting, man. That's funny how how that happens though, where you get to liking a team even though you well you're how far away from Dallas or pretty much right there in Dallas or or nearby? Um, we're like two hours away. Okay, all right. Which is which is pretty close in Texas. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, now when you get to, when you get to Georgia, are you, what's your approach? You think, do you feel like you want to play as soon as you possibly can? Or do you feel like a, a red shirt could, could help? Or what, what do you think? What are you thinking right now? Um, I'm ready to play now. Um, but, um, if I have to continue to work hard and just fight for that position, I will. Mm-hmm. So, I got you. That, that that's the best. That's the best thing. Keep an open, you know, keep an open mind about it. Because if the good thing is that with Georgia and, and the coaching staff that we have, the best players will play. I mean, regardless of of class and 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 you know age. You know, I mean, we saw several freshmen make you know major contributions last year from obviously from Nick Chubb and Sony Michelle to Isaiah McKenzie, you know, just different guys all over the field making plays. So mm-hmm. if you're ready to roll when you get to Athens, and they're going to have you on the field, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited about that whole right, situation right. right there. Now, oh, now, obviously, you know, receivers love having having good quarterbacks too. Now, have you seen much film or anything on, on Jacob Eason? Yeah, um, I watched a little film on him. He's uh, a very great quarterback, and um, mm-hmm. I'm excited. I'm excited to be there and um, right. get a chance to uh, be around him and um, 
hopefully when I get down there, I get to talk to him, talk with him, and see how he feels about the whole situation. You know, mm-hmm. hopefully get a couple of balls thrown to him for some touchdowns. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, you, you think you can run up under some of those uh, seventy-yard bombs? <laughs> Almost. <laughs> no doubt he'll, about it. He'll do it and, le- and leave a trail talking to the cornerback, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's a perfect time, perfect time for a wide receiver to to, to come to Georgia. I mean, when you got a kid like Easton coming in, we got another. Another kid who's potentially the the top the top quarterback in the country coming in behind him, um, you're going to have no shortage of people that are going to be throwing you the ball when you get that at all. Did that did that play into your decision at all, as far as seeing what what kind of quarterbacks we were bringing in? Yeah, um, I found out that um, you had one of the uh, top quarterbacks in the nation um, that was um, committed. To University of Georgia, and um, that kind of won me over. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, I mean, there's no, no doubt about it, man. If if you're a receiver, you're like I said, you're you're looking forward to to these next few years at the University of Georgia. Mhm. A good quarterback can make a good wide receiver look even better. <laughs> No it's, question. It's a dang the way it goes, man. The wide receivers made a quarterback look better. <laughs> it could go either way. It could go either way. Yeah. But if you got two good ones, you're you're doing something right. And it's 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 tough to stop. So right. we're excited we're really excited about the firepower that we got coming in on offense. And you know, you being a part of it, it's it's gonna be something special. And it's yeah. gonna be really, really hard to stop. What uh what what was it about the pro style offense that you like? Um, I know a lot of a lot of kids in Texas, you know, seem to want to play in the in the spread offenses and stuff like that. But why you mentioned the pro style offense being, you know, a big key for you? What, what do you like about the pro style offense as opposed to the spread? Um, I like the pro style offense because well, y'all look at the offense first. I mean, the defense first, and then y'all um, see what y'all have, and then y'all end up throwing the ball a lot, and um. Yeah, I bring a lot to the table. Um, I bring a lot of receivers to the league, and um, I was excited about that. Absolutely. The thing is, with the pro style, they, uh, the receivers are usually ready for the NFL a lot quicker mm-hmm. than the kids that are running the spread. Mm-hmm. Because the spread, you know, basically relies more on their athleticism. They don't have to do any reads or anything like that. You know, find open space. For pro style, you know, it'll 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 have you ready. Right. And my last question is is what kind of did did having running backs like Nick Chubb and, and those kind of guys in the backfield at Georgia did that kind of open your eyes a little bit saying I'm gonna have a lot of one on one one-on-ones on the outside with, with these kind of running backs? Yeah, because they open a lot of um, openings for the quarterback and the wide receiver because everybody's basically trying to stack the box for them and um, right. stop them. So it really helps out the um, wide receivers just to get open passes and the um, quarterback to move the ball down the field. So I was excited about that because our running backs are great. Oh, yeah. 
Well, Dave, you man, we we appreciate you coming aboard with us, man, and and we like I said, we are so glad you decided to become a Georgia Bulldog, and uh, let everybody know your uh, Twitter or Facebook, anything like that. And we'll we'll try to get you some more followers on there. Okay, um, my Twitter is at Curtis underscore Davion. So y'all need to go follow me. Please. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. You heard me. We will that. do it. Give the man a follow. Uh, well, again, man, we, we like I said, we're glad to have you in the in the Bulldog Nation, and we certainly will keep track of your season this upcoming senior year. And uh, like I said, anytime you want to come on with us, let us know, and we'll we'll bring you aboard and look forward to seeing you in the red and black and and. Uh, after this season. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Go dogs. <laughs> Go dogs. Hey, we, we definitely appreciate your family and friends calling in, too. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. All right, man. We appreciate it, and we'll uh, holler at you next time now. And good luck this season. All right, thank you so much for having me on the show. No problem. Go dogs. Go dogs. <laughs> <laughs> cool man man he had a crowd behind him too uh that's all what a what a what a bright young man he uh i i'm i'm even more excited now like i said man i i, I love talking to these personable kids like that that they'll you know like i told coach harold these kids nowadays are just so Mature beyond their years, it seems like. It's crazy. Man, I, like, I like his whole crowd, man. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's nice seeing that kind of support, you know, behind the kids. That's like what that. I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And we've always said, you know, those kind of kids with, with the families behind them and supporting them like that, they they usually tend to flourish flourish in the in the Georgia program. Oh, just, Absolutely. Just, just wait. Just wait till Mama meets Rick. <laughs> Should be done. Yep, yep. How, uh, Mike? What was your, what was kind of your first thoughts when you when you saw his film on after his commitment? Baylor was the first thought. That's the first thing that went through my head. To be perfectly uh-huh. honest with you. Hey, yeah, don't we talking about in here? I, I got to. I got to. He looked. He looked just like Kendall Wright. Absolutely, just like right. you know, right? But to bring that style of player into our offense with the with the quarterbacks we got coming in is just incredible. Um, and we got to, you know, we got to get fast. We got to get more speed. And you know, you, you heard it right from his right from his mouth. He wants to play in a pro style offense, mm-hmm. which means he's not a selfish player. Right. Yeah. He. Uh... Like you said, adding him with a the running backs that we have, the tight ends that we have on 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 the roster. I mean, and the, and like we've already touched on the quarterbacks, it's just his class and his the, you know these type of receivers truly will complete this offense for Georgia because you know, and keeping that offensive line strong and 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 deep like they are, it this offense is building up some tremendous depth and talent, man. It's 
we are in for a great run as Georgia fans, I think. I mean, I, I don't think I'm being over overly zealous about it either. I mean, well, put it put it this way. If you're a defensive coordinator, what are you going to do when you have this kid, Terry Godwin, Charlie Warner, and Isaac Nauta on the field at the same time? Right. What are you going to do along, with that? Along with, you know, Nick Chubb or Isaiah <laughs> or uh, – Tony Michelle or Elijah Holyfield possibly or yeah, I was about to say more like a like Holyfield or Sermon or McFarland. I mean, come on, right? What are you gonna do with that? And and the offensive line to 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 push everybody around too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it's it's scary. <laughs> I would I would be scared, and that's it's part of the reason why. Defensive coordinators don't don't last too long. Their their shelf life in the league is not is not the highest. But um, yeah, it's it's increasingly more difficult to defend, and the kids are just getting better and better, younger and younger. It's it's crazy. And that's and that's the style offense. You know, the pro style when you get the athletes. They can play in any system, and then you put them into the pro style offense like that, or, or if they're prototypical pro style offensive players, it's it's the most difficult offense to stop, no matter what everybody's doing with the spread and you know different things like that. I mean, when you when you have the athletes in a pro style offense, it's it's pretty much you better hope they make a mistake because it, it's very difficult to just straight up stop it. Yeah, especially if you don't recruit to stop it, and that's the that's the biggest issue nowadays. Is mm-hmm. coaches are recruiting faster defensive players, and they go mm-hmm. up against them. They go up against a Baylor and an Auburn or a, a Texas A and M, and then they got to turn around the next week and play in Alabama or Georgia. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've said it before. It's like it's almost like you have to have two defenses ready to go at all times. Um, you gotta have a you gotta have a defense that can line up and stop the run. You gotta have a defense that can just flat out run in space. Um, mm-hmm. And you really don't have enough you don't have enough scholarships for that. So you've got to recruit just great athletes and pray that you can score more points than the other team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let's, before we close down, and, and now that we and since Calvin is on, uh, Calvin, you still on, buddy? Yeah, I'm still here. Oh, okay. Hey, uh kinda kinda give us some, some insight into uh Bryce Ramsey a little bit. I know 'cause you're you're probably as familiar with him as anybody in, in the country. Tell us a little bit about, you know, what we had talked about the other night with, with the insight into his what you feel like on his game and, and his not just the physical side, but you you feel like he's the total package, you know? Oh, most definitely most definitely. He's been he's been competing since he's been in in the eighth grade, man, he's he's he, you know, when uh, what's the guy that was at Florida, the, the quarterback that just transferred out, that's a senior now. What's his name? Uh, Driscoll. Yeah, Driscoll was the number one guy in the country, and Bryce was like going to the, I think to the tenth grade, man. He he whooped him at a camp, but you know because he was so young, they didn't say anything about it, and they had Driscoll so high, but Driscoll mm-hmm. was a running quarterback. He's been doing this and he's been competing the whole time, and it's it's like 
I played basketball, and I was just telling my other guy, Dundee, uh, the guy that also trains, trains Bryce, he, he's the one that discovered him. But okay. it's like we, we know Bryce like this. He gets stronger throughout the process of this stuff, throughout the day. It's, he's consistently good throughout the day. It's not like he wears down. It's like I played basketball. I could shoot I could shoot 200 jumpers, mm-hmm. and you would think, you know, but it would just be in rhythm. You know what I'm saying? By by the 200 shot, then I'm then I'm on. It's not mm-hmm. other people shoot. I mean, this is the only way I can compare it. Other people shoot, and and you know they'll be tired at 200, but it, it just feels right. You know what I'm saying? After you do it, you know more and repetitive. It just feel and and that's the type of kid he is. From the time we started training him, he got stronger and stronger. I mean, I'm not taking any way, anything away from any of the other candidates at Georgia, mm-hmm. but I've been to, I've been to practice. I've seen these guys when they were talking about uh, Jacob Park. He was too light. He he you know he he didn't have the weight. He didn't put the weight on. He was erratic. Uh, Balta. Great kid, great worker. If he had a stronger arm, he would be the guy, no doubt, because mm-hmm. he, he's such a he's a, such a leader, and he's he's such the guy that uh, just wants it so bad. But he but he his skill set does not help Georgia because you still have the box loaded, you know. Right. Then then you bring in the guy from from uh, Wayne County, been competing against him too. You know, and it's it's just it's just that he just has to stay consistent, understand that you're gonna make mistakes and don't get down. You got to go to the next play. I tell people all the time, you don't want a game manager because a game manager can't win a game for you, and he's not a great quarterback. A guy is gonna have to take risks. I'm not saying major risks, but to be a great quarterback, you have to give your wide. Why do you think wide receivers come to the sideline and cuss their, their quarterbacks out all the time? Because they don't have to be wide open. You don't want a wide receiver that has to be wide open every time you throw the ball. You want to give him a chance. And sometimes for the for the public, for the you know the the John C. public, we look at it as oh it was a no. But if he makes the catch, then it's like oh wow, what a great throw he got it in there. So. You know, you got risk and reward. Mm-hmm. Brett Favre, most touchdowns in the NFL history, most interceptions. I'm, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know who I would want. You know what I'm saying? Uh, do you want Brett Favre or do you want uh, the guy uh, at Cincinnati right now? You know, Andy Dalton. Yeah, Andy Dalton. He don't throw it downfield as much as he should. He don't take the chances. So, I mean, Bryce is the kid that, that he's not excitable as far as you're not going to get the raha, the ruhu, all this. He's going to be even toned, even keeled throughout the whole process. And you'll never know what he's thinking, which is a good thing. But then again, he has to, he has to take the next level, the next step in the next level of just taking control of the team. And I think the coaches, you know, the coaches have done a good job of not li- – not letting anybody know what's going on when everybody has the same answer, you know that you know something is wrong. From spring till now, everybody, every quarterback we have here 
can lead the team. But why did Jacob Park leave if he can lead the team? Why was Jacob Park taking, you know, two snaps when everybody else was taking, you know, 15 and 20? Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. We, we have to read between the lines. Absolutely. And, you know, we got I, – I, I'm, I'm pro Bryce Ramsey, but if he was jacking it up, dude, I would tell you, he don't need to play. But the kid, he, he has all the potential. And I think bringing in Grayson and having Fatone on the sideline is the greatest thing they could do because Grayson is a veteran in the pros. Schottenheimer comes from post-set mm-hmm. offense. When you have two rookies or you have a rookie and a second-year guy as quarterbacks, you bring in a veteran and he sit on the sideline to help everybody else out. And if mm-hmm. these guys jack up, we put the veteran in until we get this next rookie who's a five-star <laughs> that's coming in. So, right. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, that's, that's the way I see it. And I could be wrong, but every everything's pointing to him having a job. But he's going to work for it. One thing about it, he's not going to shy away from it. He don't look to be anointed. I mean, I guess if Bobo was there, he probably would look for that because he was his golden child. And I think, I think the program knows that everybody on the outside was looking for them just to give it to him. And now you can't say he, given, he was giving it because he went through in the spring and now you're bringing another challenger. And if he wins that out, then you got to, you know, you just it's all about the program, really, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you got, a, you got an offensive coordinator that had, had to deal with so many different quarterbacks Throughout, exactly. a, throughout a season. I mean, exactly. he knows what he's doing. Exactly. Um, I've, got, I've Rick, got no fear about it. Yeah, and Mark Rick, uh, I mean, you got to give Mark Rick his, his due. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I think last – this this is just my opinion. I think last year, you know, uh, you probably could have – you probably could have played a, <clears throat> some of those other guys a little bit more because – but. But Hudson, in the games where after he did have what looked like shaky games, he did throw the ball down the field, and he got the ball out of his hands sooner. He understood that they didn't have to be open, but I got to get the ball out of my hands because I don't have the arm to throw it when they're 25 yards down the, down the field. If you watch the game when Chris Conley against Missouri or either Arkansas, time yeah. he takes mm-hmm. off, he throws the ball. Right. <laughs> Because now he trusts Chris, and he trusts he had no one else that he trusted on the team but Chris in uh 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 eighty two. Bennett. 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 Everybody else got hurt, remember? And so mm-hmm. the continuity of trusting, and I don't have a big arm to just throw it up, and you know I'm I'm just trying to keep it safe. I mean it 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 helped it hurt the team. It, it made his stats look good because he didn't turn the ball over. But sometimes we saw when you look back at the at the plays and you look at the replay, you say, "Oh man, he was wide open," but he he couldn't trust his arm. So I mean, you know, you look back in, in retrospect, and it is what it is. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think too, you know, some people may look at it as a, a, a detriment possibly for a new offensive coordinator coming in, but I don't you kind of feel like that could be – that may be the best thing to happen to Bryce is getting – I, I just think the best, the best thing to happen to the, the whole program is just everybody being shook up. You know, 
with Pruitt and 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 uh, the decent line coach and all the guys that they have, it's it's just. I mean, like y'all was talking, you know, y'all talk about Georgia recruiting, and it has never, ever been like this before. And I've been down there for a while. You know, I've been going down there since eighty some, and it's never been like this. You know, Georgia has always sat on their laurels and thought that people would come to Georgia because it was just because of the name. So they didn't have to work hard. The coaches really didn't have to work in recruiting. Now they're actually going out and finding kids. This kid here in Texas, come on, man, he don't have an offer from anyone in Texas, none of the major schools. And we went into Texas. Well, I'm saying we, and I'm not a George fan, but <laughs> <laughs> went into Texas and found this kid. You, you understand what I'm saying? That's something that that you would never saw in the past. So I, I give credit to each and every one of the new coaches and the ones that, that hold over and you got to give credit to Mark Rick for for being able to see something different. And I know we we say we say the president, you know, get, but I think it was more the coaches that came in. And I'm, I'm gonna give Pruitt a whole lot of credit. He yeah. this guy is. I, I watched him. I'm, I'm talking about. I watched him in camps. I, I watch how he worked with people and how he lo- looks at people. And his whole time, he's diagnosing what he really wants. And they're going to get the kids that they really want. I had a guy tell me, and this is a guy, he's an inside guy, not in the program, but in the NCAA. He's an inside guy. He told me this about Georgia's defensive line crowd that's coming in. He said, Georgia, will get, they're going to get what they want. And what they don't get, they're going to Auburn. <laughs> he said, he said Auburn and Georgia is going to have the best two defensive line he said, but the kids that don't get to Georgia, they're going to Auburn. He says, no doubt about it. He says, he says Georgia's going to get their pick, but the ones that they're going to look like they miss on, they didn't want anyway. Right. Said, wow. And and it really looks like that. If you look at it, the guys who Georgia had on, say, the top seven or eight, if you look at them, the defensive line, the top seven or eight, they got, you know, they got like – four or five that they really want. They may miss on one just because, but the ones that they don't get, just like the second layer, they're going to Auburn. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, Georgia's doing a great job. Like Coach Harrell said, and I told you all before, I have never, ever seen that many kids with that much talent at one place ever in my life. Mm Mm-hmm. That ain't, I mean, I've never been to the opening, like I said before, but if you if you put the number, the sheer number of kids to the kids that were at the opening, they don't compare. They had over 700 kids there in one day. Mm-hmm. It, it was ridiculous, dude. Yep. Yeah, you had one of, the, uh, one of the kids commented like it was the opening number two. It was. I, and, and let me tell you why I think it was better. Because you didn't have prima donna, the prima donnas wasn't really, they didn't really work. Because because if you look at it, uh, the, the only prima donnas that worked were uh, Hardman, Eason, and, and Eason worked because that's his, that's his new home. And plus, they kind of they kind of did him wrong at the opening. If we look back at what what went on, they had another kid out there throwing the ball, which I I'm not downing the kid, but you know. He jacked it up at 
during the during the crunch time. Anybody yeah. can anybody can get the prelims going, but when it comes to the semifinals and the finals, I kind of want the guy that I know is a gunslinger. I need him in the game. Right. Yeah. Well, it wasn't even like the best I can recall. It wasn't even like the numbers were fifty fifty. I mean, yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, it, it was terrible. I, I'm looking for him. Then they bring him in when they down two touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, you know, and so that you you saw him when he you know when he went out there, he smiled and laughing because hey, that's on you guys. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm going to University of Georgia. He had his hat on, everything, and right. and so when he came to Georgia, he showcased his stuff. And then you had guys like Trevor Lawrence. Come on, man, this guy looking for he's looking for a scholarship. He out there throwing the ball. You know, you got you got these kids that a lot of people don't know yet. Sermons and all these, and they working. I'm talking about one thing I I saw that I mean Georgia had a competitive atmosphere. These guys were actually they were matching guys up against each other in individual drills, and they were competing. You know, it's, it wasn't like a, a camp where they just learning. What? No, we we finna compete, and whoever win wins this. Da da da. They win a trophy or anything, but they won the rep, and they won. You know, they won something in the coach's mind, you know, because coach writing down something saying, hey, dude got quickness, this size, da, da, da. So it was, it was, you know, it, it was just incredible, dude. You you would have had to be there to, to to really take it in and enjoy the whole thing. Right, right. All right, man. Well, that's a, a good note to end on. We'll yes, wrap sir. it up for tonight. Y'all hey. have a good night, guys. Hey. Appreciate it, Calvin. No problem. Uh, Mike Brooks already hung up, so thanks to him. Uh, of course, Jason, appreciate everything you do, man, with running FieldStreetForum.com. Everybody check it out. Tons of great articles going up. The chat has picked up probably to at least, what, 10 times the, the, the number of comments and everything the past few weeks. Uh, oh yeah, it's a good it's a good bit. Yeah, uh, it always does. Right when the, right when the summer's in and practice starting. Yep, yep. Everybody seeing the seeing the pictures, seeing the articles come out from all the reporters and everything. So it's it's getting here. Uh, well, huge huge thanks to uh, Coach Harold for joining us, and also Davia and Curtis. Appreciate those guys coming on with us and. Uh, Always, always like talking to the to the coaches and to the to the recruits and everything. So, but uh, appreciate it, everybody listening in. Uh, the numbers have picked up on the pod, podcast as well. So, I appreciate everybody everybody listening in. Uh, we will shut her down for tonight. Till next week, go dogs! See you. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.